listening to Real Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Muna. And I'm your host, Clifford. Let's get into it. Hey, Cliff, how's it going? Hey, Muna, how's it going? I am doing well, I'm doing well. We have a special guest in with us today. We do. If you can see, we have Mr. Jovan Young. Yes, we do. Welcome, Jovan. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling good, man. What a pleasure to be here with you great people. I'm feeling great. Feeling great. Good, good, good. Thank you for joining us. Come on. Blessed and highly favoured, man. Yeah, man, I feel good, man. Pleasure. So, um, introduce yourself to us. Introduce yourself to our to our listeners. Who are you? Yeah, my name is Javan Young. Uh, I am from South East London, professional boxer, former GQ model, done a bit of acting, motivational speaker, life coach, mentor, you know, regular guy from um, South East London, you know. You see the way he dropped the gem there? Yeah, you know. model. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm a model. Yeah, I did I, I, acting. I honest, no. Come on now. I can't, I can't lie about my achievements. I've got to be honest, but this is, you know, it means nothing in the, the day. Like, it means nothing unless um, I look at it like this year. I would, I would be gassed, and I, I would, I would think I'm actually somebody. If when I start, when I start healing the sick and feeding the hungry, that's when I say, Do you know what? I'm something. I'll be like, yeah, I'm the big man. I'm somebody. I can heal people. Until then, I'm just a man, right? It doesn't matter. Like these, I know these achievements are respected in the world, but in my heart, it's whatever. Real talk. But they're still milestones, you know what I mean? Like you said, they're still achievements. Yeah. So there's that stuff, definitely something to be proud of. So well no, done definitely. You, man. I, no, definitely. Def- I, think the big, I think the biggest achievement is when I take a young person or take a man who doesn't believe in himself and I get him to believe in himself and get him to become a better man and do better for his family. That's the biggest I think that's 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 the things I'm kinda a little bit a little bit gassed about. Those kind of things there. When you can when you can inspire a nation or you can inspire people to do better, that's that's something, man. And that's what we that's what we're aiming for. Fact. Inspire as many as we can. Definitely. And to also add as well, um, you're also a co-host of an amazing lunchtime link up show on Clubhouse. Do you <laughs> <want to> call- <laughs> oh, <thank> you, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, co-host on one half of that, you know, me and Zern, we do our thing. We have some great, great guests. You know, you guys all there come in all the time, your regulars. So, yeah, man, I'm, again, I'm blessed and honoured to have you guys on all the time. And, yeah, you guys make, make it a great show. We touch on certain things from, um, from you know, we do from Monday Motivations to, like, you know, Terrible Tuesdays and talking about things that have gone wrong in our lives, talking about what's, you know, shout-outs and shout-outs and fuck-ups, we call it. Can I say that? <laughs> Yeah, of course. <laughs> Do your thing, man. This is yeah, unfiltered. Talk about what's gone wood, what's going to some deep stuff. You know, we have games on Friday, touch on some real topics. We just touch on a lot of things that in like, you know what, we're going through a time right now, we're going through a pandemic and people are having a hard time. And mm. to some people, self-development was taught to them in their household growing up. To some people, it wasn't. Some people know how to manage their mind and be happy and look and have positive things. Some people don't. So we're just kind of there to just help people to, you know, have a healthy balance of things that will empower them and inspire them. It's and such a great concept yeah. like, that you two have brought on Clubhouse because when I first joined, I um, checked out 9am in London and then I checked out London Lunchtime link, link Up because Cliff pinged me in it. And I was like, okay, oh, cool, yeah, between right? 12 and 2. You know what I mean? I was like, during work hours, <laughs> great. And it was just a hype, like positive energies, great vibes, and you can tell, like, the vibration within the room. Everyone is just so friendly and it's a safe space. No, I appreciate that. And, yeah, it's it's definitely a great, great club, man. How about the vibration is in whatever room you step into? How about that? How about it's about you? Truth. 
So let's let's dig more into you. So you are an undefeated pro boxer. Let's let's talk a bit about I am. that. Uh, I a boxing career. It's a weird one because you know what? Yeah, the more I think about it, it's it's um, I'm proud of it, but it's also upsetting because I could have done so much more. And I was actually returning to I was actually returning to boxing last year before COVID hit. Um, I've been at the ring for a few years now, quite a lot of years, and um. I left early, you know, due, you know, usual stuff from South East London. So, again, not this in my area, but just that structure of, you know, perseverance, hard work consistently over time. My coach died, so um, I didn't have that push. I, I'm winning. So, like, in life, yeah, just because you're getting the result, it doesn't mean you're in a good place. Mm. I mean, I was living in Miami, and I was winning back-to-back. I'm winning, I'm getting knockouts, but I wasn't in a good space because mentally... I, my foundation wasn't there. So I'm winning, I'm partying, I'm winning, I'm partying, but my foundation, I wasn't necessarily growing. Mm. Do you get it? I was getting a bit complacent. I continued to win, I never lost. But if my coach hadn't died, I would have gone to the next level and then the next level. And then next, but where he, was, where he wasn't there, I'm like, mm, got a break, got a gap. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's a bit like that. And then um, I came back home to England and we just, for every reason, ended up staying in England. Tell us more about when you got your start in terms of boxing and um, going to the Olympics. Okay, no, what it worked out, so I didn't, I didn't attempt, when I was here to think the confusion is, I was Olympic level, which is mm-hmm. like a certain point where, like, I went to the World Championships, I went to the Commonwealth Games. Now, the bittersweet part of boxing is that I didn't get to go Olympics, but I, so I should have gone. I did the qualifiers. I, I, I won. I beat guys who went to the Olympics. And in the end, my country didn't send me to the last qualifier when I should have gone because I earned my space to go. They sent somebody else and I was really heartbroken by that. And I think that, again, was another bittersweet part of boxing. Um, I went pro shortly after that, but my coach died. So I couldn't, I had a hard time boxing in England. Like mm. emotionally, I'd walk into a boxing gym in England, I'd start crying. <laughs> yeah, it's not I'm laughing, but it's not really, it's, you know. I've been in the boxing gym and because my memories of my trainer, hey, it's a lot, man. I couldn't even train. I was like, I've got, I've got, I've got to leave. I was like, if I'm going to box, I have to, I have to leave the country. But Miami, it was good. Sun, you know, it was great. It's fun. But I had my daughter here, right? So I had to come back home. Yeah. How was it in Miami then? Oh, man. It was like, how long were you there for? I was there for, I was back and forth for like a year. Back and forth, maybe eight months. Back and forth, back and forth. Um, it was great. It was a great experience. I learned a lot. But at the same time, in saying that, I think I also learned that I couldn't live there. I know you can holiday there, but you can't live too, there. I'm gonna say this respectfully, yeah. <laughs> Miami's too fake. <laughs> it's too fake yeah. to live there. I'll be real with you. Americans don't come for me like I just say. But it's too, you can't. I'll be real. You can't live somewhere like that. Like every conversation, someone's thinking what they can get how it can benefit mm-hmm. them. They're like, oh, you, you, go, you go talk to someone. They're like, nah, whatever. Tell them you're boxing, you're, you know, you're undefeated. Like, oh, is it? What's your name again? Oh, yeah, come, come, come. You, you might have just said to them, oh, have you got the time? He ain't got the time. Right. Oh, you're a boxer. Oh, I've got the time now. Oh, yeah, I've got, I've got everything you need. <laughs> what part of Miami were you in? I was like, Coral, yeah, by like Coral Way in the Palmettas. Mm. I was around a lot of Cubans, which is cool. The Miami mentality, unless you're like to Miami Dade. Miami Dade, downtown where it's kind of good. I'm not going to say that they're not real. They might be, but mm. there's different challenges down there. <laughs> so I ain't trying to be out there either. Made me appreciate England more. I, was, um, I wasn't I was really inspired to date anymore. 
Mm. I kind of been spot by Miami, if that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's how living there. Yeah, I was kind of like, you know, I was like, nah, nah, nah. I like, I like what I saw over there, but um, yeah, you live and you learn, man. So, um, how how are you how are you doing your training nowadays? Kind of thing, like due to COVID and gyms being shut down and stuff like that. Like, how are you training? Being conscious that this is a recorded podcast, I'm going to say that I'm not training right now, and no gyms are open. I'm not training any gyms because obviously you can't. But um, <laughs> um, it's, it's definitely a lot harder. Of course, it is. I think um. People are getting fined for training in gyms. So it's a hard one. Even like back in the last lockdown, in this lockdown, we can't. We're not supposed to train in gyms. So it's, it's challenging. It's like anything. It's like, it's like dating in lockdown. You've got to get creative, right? You've got to get creative, which is which to me is half the fun. You've got to find ways, man. I think I'm, I'm, I'm on my runs. I'm getting up in the morning. I'm out by 5.30 every day running. Since it's been snowing and icy, it's a bit dangerous out there. You know, I nearly slipped yesterday. But other than that, man, you can still do your you can do your sprints, you know, your lamppost to lamppost. You can do your, your your groundwork inside in the house. Get a little kettlebell, do your thing. Got to take over, man. How are you finding training during this lockdown? Difficult. Hardly any trainers getting <laughs> like done. I was going to ask you what sort of new nutritional recommendations can you make, or what can you suggest for people who are trying to still train throughout lockdown? My bro, like you know, right now, listen, listen, listen. You know, like. No offense to any personal trainers, yeah, but they make this, they make this, they make this thing sound way more complicated than it is. It's serious. It's as simple as this: calorie input, calorie output. If you want to lose weight, you got to have more calories going out than what's going in. Yeah, simple mm-hmm. as that. There's apps for it. There's stuff you can do. There, you can you can monitor how much calories you've burnt by doing things. It's as simple as that. They, you know, they might talk about macros and this and carbs and that. It comes like, yeah, it's real. You can still you can still monitor yourself. Um, if anyone needs any help, man, you can DM me, message me. I will definitely help you. Um, yeah, I, I might say, have to hit you up on that because oh, my eating habits are terrible. My training habits are non-existent at the moment. <laughs> you know I've got time for the family, man. It's there. Your family, so you know I've got time for you always. Uh, I say one misconception that they kind of that used to get me sugar intake. I'd be like, oh yeah, I'd have like this. I'll train hard. And then back in, I'd have like um, Tropicana. You're wrong. <laughs> I'll be, be trying to drop weight, right? I'll be trying to drop weight. And I'll be like training hard, sweating, sweating, sweating. And I'll drink a juice. And it, yeah, I think the sugar intake is something that can get you if you're trying to drop weight. Just watch your sugar. I'd say, you know what? If you want to drop weight, I'd say cut sugar out altogether. Mm, stick to water. Cut sugar out altogether. Uh, fruit's good. I'd say go veg. Simplest thing to do, go veg, eat veg, get some Garcinia down here and do the thing. So in regards to um, like your clients, how, how are you training them? Are you doing it like via Zoom or like how, how's, that, how's that coming okay. along in terms of gaining new clients? Do you know what? Yeah. Clients? yeah, I think um, during this difficult time, I find it like I've been very giving, 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 giving. I think people are having a hard time right now so I've not really been charging people. I think that PT and psych up, I don't. I stopped PTing for money a while ago. To be fair, because it's not really where my heart is. Like, I feel like to charge on for, to charge people for things that you're not passionate about is not really fair. So I'm more just giving. I'm more my my setup right now is more just like you can train with me. But I'm currently working on a program. So I'm currently working on a big program that I will be charging for very tailored program for people that want to maintain during lockdown. I'm working on the, on that now, but um, that'll be available. 
within the next month I'll be ready and yeah I'm just I'm just like you know after lockdown I'm just leveling up I think all of us have a duty that during this time of sitting down we all got to come out a bit bigger than we was when we went in for sure Definitely. that's my that's what that's what I think we have a duty we have a duty to the to life to to, to progress to evolution that this in this time of where we had chance to sit down we should be planning growing you know? No, definitely. I completely agree. Uh, and in, in regards to the training program that you said you're you're working on, uh, where would uh, people go to check it out? Will it be something that you're going to put on your social? Yeah, definitely. I have it on my socials. I have it online. I definitely, yeah, definitely on my socials. I, I'll, even, I'll even work out a deal with people if they can push it or sell the program they can get you know some things for for free i'll do a lot i'll do um, some affiliate packages i'm really i'm really big on that kind of thing nice nice that sounds yeah definitely a great concept and it's it's nice to see that there's people out there that's just given like you you come across as a a very given person like just generally something that um like i said before um something that you know my mentor have taught me like you've got two currencies you've got the money currency and you've got the sweat currency now, I like to rule people, I like to let people know that, listen, if you want to work, that could also be a currency. So if you want to work with me and help my, my, my things grow and put in work in time, I'll give you things for free because you put work in. I really believe in that concept. That's a really great concept to kind of live by, I, I, I believe. Um, so, yeah, let's, let's dive into your, um, your coaching. So um, I've read that you're a, a public speaker, a mentor. Yep. Can you just explain NLP. what? what that is nlp is neuro-linguistic program nlp is language of the mind nlp the journey that i went on when i was grieving my coach had died i was grieving i was hurting and i done some timeline therapy with a friend and the negative emotions went imagine that i've done this time therapy and the negative emotions of the pain the hurt the guilt the trauma from his death literally went i'm like this is amazing teach me it now <laughs> he's like i can't teach you now but you can do a course so I went on the course and learned it. The NLP is, NLP is powerful, man. Super, very powerful. What would you say the benefits are? I mean, because you would, like, would you say you kind of integrate that with your, your mentoring and your... Most program? definitely, most definitely. Even, look, look at what me and you have in common. Listen, I'll be speaking to you, right? Say certain things to you and you'll feel up, you feel power, you feel empowered. It's just, that's, just, that's just language. Mm. That's just certain little things, you know? Just like little language. For example, you might say... Um, Something very, very, very simple. You might say, "Oh, um, I get, I get nervous. I get nervous when I speak." I might say to you, "I might say to you, you're, you're amazing. You're very confident." But I understand that you used that you used to get nervous when you speak. But it's yeah. amazing the way you've become so confident and you now speak confidently without any nerves. And you might let that sink in for a bit, and you're like, you probably feel like, "Oh, I don't," because of the language I've used. You're now feeling like, oh, do you know what? I don't actually get... Uh, yeah, these kind of things, you might not think it, but they make a difference. Mm. That's, just, that's just using language. Then you've got processes where we can get rid of your limiting beliefs and take you on a journey mentally and do some visualisation. And there's so much to it. So if a person wanted to um, apply to become what, like a, practic- a practitioner, like wh- where, where did you do your course? I've got, um, I've got a few people I, rec- I can recommend to you. Uh, the person I've done mine with, I wouldn't recommend them. I think that they had a, some kind of court case and they went bankrupt or something. But um, I know. Tell us more I, about the court case. Yeah. Well, the guy that you said that he was doing some weird stuff. So I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, don't, I don't really know enough to get into it, but I know a few NLP um, master practitioners who could teach you for sure. But the guy that I was dealing with, I think that he might have um, 
you, okay, so NLP is powerful, right? I think you could you can use it for wrong if you wanted to. <laughs> and I think he might I think he might have done that. I'm not sure. I don't know it's an answer of um his case, but I think evil, How nah. could you? I thought or if you got powers of suggestive language and powers of, you know, you learn hip he also was teaching hypnosis and suggestive language and, and you can get rid of people's limiting beliefs and your barriers that sometimes can protect you. If you can eradicate all of that, then things can get interesting, right? Mm. If you're not, if you're not responsible, I don't yeah. think he was. Very, I don't think he was. Very, I don't think he was very responsible. Wow. Well, that yeah, that's that's another topic. I guess we have to dive. That is. <laughs> it definitely is. Um, now I was just going to ask, what, what would you say is like your preferred style of encouragement? Like, how how do you position it? I don't honestly. I don't have a preferred style. You know, I literally like I'll I'll listen to you. See, like when you first posted, you I'll listen to you. I'll talk to you. Laugh, laugh, laugh. But it's weird. Some people in life are figuring out how to sell to you. When I meet you, I'm figuring out how to make you be better than you are right now. Literally, that goes, when I meet someone, that goes to my brain. How can I help this person hit that next level? How can I help them be more than what they are right now? I don't know where it comes from. That's just how I think. That's, de- that's definitely a great personality to have. And that's why we're friends, my friend. <laughs> It's, it's, it's always a plus to have people like that. Do you know what I mean? Positive energy. Like, I thrive on, on stuff like that. I think sometimes it's annoying. Sometimes I've got friends that are like, I don't want to be better. I don't want to do better. I'm just in a mood. <laughs> They're like, I don't want to do better than I'm doing right now. Why can't I just be... I want to just be rubbish for a bit. I hear that. I guess some, some days people go through emotions you know what I mean like they go through their up and down stages but it's always nice to have that person where you know 100% they'll uplift you like with encouraging words with affirmation with like positive vibe and you you bring that so I appreciate you I just I just literally just try to be I try to be what I always needed you know I just tried to be what I needed and I think there's times in my life where when my coach died a lot of times I used to be like I need someone that's going to push me. I need someone that can actually trigger me. People might try, but before, okay, so what is, we have one mouth and two ears, right? So you have to listen to someone before, before you can learn and understand how to trigger them. People can say to you all day, like, oh, that's why I don't have a preferred style. They can say to you, oh, you know, you can do it. You can be better. You can do it. But that might, that might just piss you off. So excuse me. That might, that might just annoy you. Like, yeah, they have to understand you to know how to trigger you, right? They got to listen to you and understand your personality and they know what within within your language they can decipher what gets you going definitely so the preferred style the preferred style is the style that's going to get you to win that's my, that's my preferred style another question so how do you relax in this pandemic state like what do you do to um, relax after training etc or after uh, a stressful day or after coordinating a lot of different chats on Clubhouse. Like, what do you do to get back to this? <laughs> Guys, you know what? Yeah, I realise, yeah. I, bur- I burn out every now and then, which is that. <laughs> so, I'm, okay, I spend a lot of my life tired because I feel like I push it every... I push it every night. Every day I push it to the point where I'm exhausted. That's how relaxed. <laughs> so, <laughs> when I'm up at five, when I'm up at five running and then running in the evening or thinking of trying to figure something out or some kind of exertion i'm left pretty tired like last night i was up on a call i was up on a zoom call with grant cardone till late and then i'm up in the morning and so i'm generally i'm generally yeah i'm generally quite quite tired because i push it if i don't push it if i don't push it then i won't be tired i won't sleep so if you're at a battery now what percentage would you say you're operating <laughs> right right this second i'd say i'm about i'm about 40 today about 40 left 40 percent left which is cool because the day's nearly done 
percent. But guess what? If I put my head on the pillow right now, I'll be asleep in 20 seconds. You'll be conked out, yeah? <laughs> Within 20 seconds, I'll be gone. So would you say there's, like, have you ever been in a situation where you've, like, pushed yourself to to a point where you just kind of, like, not cracked, but said, you know what, I'm done? Like, because from from what I can tell, you're you're the type of person that just just goes on and on yeah. and on until yeah. the very end. Well, it's funny you say that because, um, you know, you kind of used to, but usually, like, on a Friday, usually, like, on a Saturday morning, I can't move, like, most weeks. <laughs> 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 like literally this Saturday I got this Saturday I woke up and I was like I literally like can't really move I'm awake but I'm not really awake I'm like can't really move right I guess that's exhaustion <laughs> that's your body speaking to you that's what it is <laughs> sleep yeah. it. you know what I mean your body is saying you've done too much <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but I'm used to yeah you're right you're right you're right it's like um Zern says to me she says like sometimes she says to me Javan rest Javan chill she'll be like what are you doing go chill chill go sleep she'll be like Javan if you don't rest if you don't sit down, your body will make you sit down. I'm like, it's true, it's true, it's true. And I have to like kind of like hide that I'm still doing stuff. Apart from NLP, do you have any other non-conventional methods or tips that you live by? Um, a bit like um I listened to Grant Cardone the other day and I was thinking some of the mad stuff that he does, I also do. Uh, things like take things away from myself to not to then have that detachment mentality, to not need anything, to be make myself readily and willing available to just like take things from myself sometimes guess what for example it might sound mad but so i might get in one night yeah i'm like it is so cold outside i'm like it is mad out there it would be horrible to run out there so then i think i need to run out there because that would be horrible right so that's what i've got to do like a little tick right it's like a little tick (laughs) you're pushing your body man you're like yeah i can do this get the weather no 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 that's you're wrong if i can do it then there's no excitement, right? It's like when I think I can't do it. That's when I'm like, okay, quick point to prove. So it's when I think I can't do it that I have to then prove that I can. So it's more, it's, it's more proving it to yourself then kind of yeah. thing. Then it's like, in my, in my mind, it's like this battle, right? So I often think, would me now beat up last week's me, last month's me, the month before that's me, and I have to make sure that the me now is tougher than me yesterday. And in my mind, I'm thinking, I start thinking, that sometimes I look back and I'm like, I start thinking, no, nah, man, me at 27, me, me, like, even, like, me three, four years ago, I'd have beat, I would have beat me right now. No, nah, man, I've got to step it up. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm like, me, me before was tougher than me. Nah, I've got to train more, man, that's not cool. I don't like the thought that the old me could beat the new me. So let's, um, let's talk about your, your modelling days. Yeah. So we thought, we thought we'll kind of go into your uh, modelling career. So you were a model for GQ magazine. Tell us about it. Yeah, I've done, yeah, done GQ in 2015. Uh, I've done other little various things. But um, yeah, I've done GQ 2015. And um, yeah, it was great fun, man. It was great fun. I was going to go down that road... Um, but they, you know, modeling, you kind of got to be, I'd had to lose more weight, be skinny and all that. And kind of, it's quite boring to be fair. How did that come about though? Like how, how did you kind of get, get that? Phone call. I, I did a few commercials. I did a few commercials. Um, did some commercials with Mark Summers and yeah, I guess I was seen, I was seen, um, and I was contacted by some people, people that knew me was contacted. There's an opportunity there. I went, went for the, went for the casting. Um, then we did a shoot in High Wickham. It was good, man. It was good. It was fun. But like, do you know what? Honestly, like, taking pictures for a whole day is long, you know? It's not as fun as people maybe think. 
Hey, but to others, it's like, a job, right? <laughs> yeah, nah, not me. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, nah, I'm not, it's not for me. I'm, and I'm, I'm quite, I'm quite, um, as you yeah. see, I quite, I move a lot. I'm quite, I can't just, I can't just like take pictures and just do little fake poses all day. It's crazy. Can you reframe it? <laughs> I did, I could it. And I definitely could, I definitely could reframe it. I definitely could. I, I don't really know the word can't. I definitely could, but I just thought like, and do you know what, I'm honest with you, for a bit, I did kind of go down that road of like, modeling that kind of thing but um it's much easier than boxing isn't it so i kind of did kind of for a bit but the truth is i needed to be i needed to be boxing or coaching and helping others those are the things i really live for what sticks out to you is one of the best sort of projects that you've been part of in terms of either boxing um acting or modeling what what goes down in terms of like your personal history to be like yeah i did that i never thought i would have been able to have done that but i've done that and i've achieved it that's a good question you know bro that's a very, very good question. Biggest achievement. Wow. I would probably say, honestly, I'd probably say getting the silver medal at the Panams. Um, that was, considering that the year before that, I was just a novice fighter. That was a big step up. Um, obviously, carrying my flag, carrying the flag for my country at the Commonwealth Games or um, at the CAC Games. Yeah, those kind of things. Um, but you see, that's the thing. I feel like that feeling of stepping up and like being like, this is that feeling of things feeling surreal. I miss that feeling of like being like, wow, I didn't expect this. Is that just because of lockdown now that everyone's sort of confined or you miss it in terms of... Yeah, I just, I guess, you know, like when you get addicted to the stage, I guess that's probably why like, I like kind of like being on Clubhouse when I like just step on the stage and like Grant Cardona invites me up and I get to like speak to him and I'm like, like yeah, I'm back on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> question we want to ask you about um the amazon prime series growing pains tell us more how did you become part of that oh uh, man uh, <laughs> i always get nervous because work growing pains because i'm like my character he got some he got some scenes man I, i'm just gonna say i'm nothing like him nathan was nathan's he's a bad boy i'm nothing like him <laughs> and, but, but yeah he's a he's a he's a bad boy he got some scenes and all that kind of stuff like yeah like he got, he got like some sex scenes and stuff and oh snap <laughs> yeah. okay <laughs> yeah so the, um, a lot of violence some like you know plotting scheming he does what some positive the, um, stuff I think. program about for like for listeners that don't know of, I think it's like London life, like it's like a certain side of like London life, road stuff, you know, um, people trying to get money, then the transition from like, you know, they touch on homelessness, they touch on homelessness, infidelity, people getting pregnant, um, just stuff that happens in London, you know. And how did it's you get involved at the beginning? Like, how did it all it come tough. to this, this, this is the thing I tell people in life, yeah? You got to take opportunities because, you know, when they come, I stepped up, opportunity come knocking, and I rose to the challenge. Like, um, there's a casting, a friend sent it to me, and I showed up. Now, turn now, you have to rewrite everywhere, man. You have to talk me through the day. So, how did the, the um, casting come about? Like, you woke up, you looked on your phone, you had an email, did you have to apply for it? And did you have to do like a script read? Like, where was the location? No, no, yeah, that's the thing, bro. No, yeah, yeah, no, do not happen. Honestly, do not happen. So, there's a casting, right? I put myself forward, and they gave me. A, they sent me a script, right? They sent me a. <laughs> they sent me a script. Yeah, I got the script wrong, but I got this. I got the thing wrong, slightly wrong. But um, I guess they liked me. They're like, okay, good. You know, what? we're gonna make it, actually make a character for you. You got great. You know, you got good character. We're gonna make someone for you. And I just, I just showed up, and um, yeah, that that showed up and got on set, and they liked my character. They liked what I brought to the table. And that was it. We did it. So they rewrote your character. One season, two season, three season. I thought it was the fourth season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, 
basic, but it's not it's not first time acting to be honest with you. But that's why I would, that's why I've, and that's why I've looked at this mentality like you know in life you've got if you do your best what more can you do than your best man like showed up I'm very like I'm I'm better at improv as you can see I'm better I'm not really good scripted I don't really follow instructions too well either so <laughs> <laughs> so when it's time to like when I got in there I'm like this script man okay cool I tried went off a bit and like done my own thing and like yeah we need this guy we want him on it was like, like we want him so they just you know they brought me on and we did it and it's good and um I done I done. I didn't have something else called London, London, was it London? What is it? Show London, London Man or London Boy? We've done some next show. Yeah, I, don't know. I, I think acting something I definitely would get back to film. This year, what it was with this thing, I decided that I wanted to box this year. I'll get back to boxing last year. So I kind of put my focus there. Acting something in the future. Acting's never going to go anywhere. So that's something I'll probably do in the future. But for now, we're trying to like uplift and empower people and get what we can get out of boxing. That's the plan for the next few years. This was such a great episode. I want to say thanks again to Javan Young for coming and sharing these gems and just, you know, telling us a bit about himself. If you want to check out more about Javan Young, uh, just go onto our Insta at realtalkpodcast underscore three times. That's realtalkpodcast underscore three times. We will add his social handles on our post and we'll also add it on our story. Also, it will be available on our Twitter as well and that's Real Talk Podcast with the number zero not the letter O. Cliff any last words? No it was an amazing podcast I just want to thank everybody for tuning into our podcast and continuing to support us also if you follow myself and Moon on social media you will find um, Jovan Young in our friends list you can listen to Jovan with Zern hosting the Lunchtime Link Up which is Monday to Friday on Clubhouse at 12 till 2 p.m. Definitely, guys, check it out if you're on Clubhouse. If you're not and you want an invite, give me a hit. Like, I've got some invites available. First come, first serve. So none of this. We've been friends for years. It is what it is. How many do you have remaining? Or you, I'm can not you not disclose say. that? I'm you not going to disclose that info. Definitely do check out our social handles. That's Real Talk Podcast underscore three times on Insta and Real Talk Podcast number zero, not letter O, on on Twitter. I've been Muna. And I've been Clifford. And you've been listening to Real, Real Talk Podcast. Yes! Share, like, and tell a friend, guys. And then tell a friend to tell a friend. <laughs> In a bit. Bye. Bye.